Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. We return to Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Brought to you by Digitex. Managed print services to keep your printing costs down? Yeah, Digitex does that. D I G I T E X dot C A on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. 43 in Edmonton. It is Brendan Escott with you on Oilers Now, where some guests receive gift certificates to Japanese Village Steak and Seafood Cooked right at your table. You can visit their Edmonton South, Downtown, Northside, and Sherwood Park locations. Jim from Spokane has texted us on our Ashley Fine Floors text line. He says, glad to see Pittsburgh coming to Edmonton so the Oilers can get on a national TV broadcast. I assume he means down in the States. And I have to chuckle to myself about that, of course, because the execs are billing it. Crosby, McDavid, and then Crosby been out uh, the better portion of this season, of course, recovering from sports hernia surgeries. So you're right, Jim, uh, they're down there. It's not the marquee matchup, but you get to showcase McDavid, Dreisaitl, and the like a little bit more. Now, to talk about what's going on at the other end of the rink, Bob Stoffer hooked up with uh, Penguins color analyst Bob Airy a little earlier on today. Let's hear what they had to say. And we're joined by Pittsburgh sporting icon. He's right up there with Terry Bradshaw, Willie Stargell, as well as uh, Mario Lemieux and Sidney Crosby. Bob Airy, longtime uh, television analyst. Of course, he played uh, on those great uh, Penguins teams. Thank you for joining us on Oilers Now. And uh, Bob, uh, a matchup between Pittsburgh and Edmonton. What were you going to say right off the get-go here? Where are you going to go? What's what's happening? What's shaking? What's going no, on? I is, I'm looking forward to this. I know it's not going to be Crosby and McCabe, right there, but yeah. that's where I'm going. It's not going to be that, but uh, the Penguins uh, still seem to be winning despite all the injuries and uh, adversity they've had to face, and I guess that's the new NHL. That's the way it goes. Well, and, and you know what, Bob? That's where I was going to start here is, is the culture of winning that the Penguins have, and you look at the, specifically for me, the amount of NCAA players that go into their organization, some of them undrafted, they spent a couple years percolating in Wilkes-Barre. It, there just seems to be like an organizational philosophy that allows them to override sort of challenging times. Is that fair? Yeah, I think that's it starts from the top, and, and that's completely uh, completely fair. Uh, they've been given carte blanche by Lemieux and uh, Ron Burkle to get things done here. They've hired great people. And it does... Uh, it's trickle-down effect. The leadership group here with Mike Sullivan and Sidney Crosby, their captain, uh, just it just goes right through the organization. People come up, they expect to do the job, they do do the job, and, uh, you know, since I've been around, it just seems like uh, they have fun, but they do it in a workmanlike way, and everybody expects to win. 
So no Sidney Crosby. Can you maybe speak to, uh, you know, Jake Gensel continuing to sort of take his game to the next level and Jenny Malkin, and obviously those guys are playing together right now, sort of carrying, I guess, the, the top-end offensive balance right now. Yeah, Jake Gensel is an all-star. He'll, you know, no doubt he'll go to the all-star game this year. But Brian Rust has been incredible as well. Uh, I believe he's still in the top five in goals per game this year in the National Hockey League. Just uh, always a great playoff performer when the Penguins were able to win back-to-back cups. So really pleased by, uh, you know, the, his, his, you know, he the way he came into camp. There's been some injuries here, but he's been uh, able to overcome that. Jake Ensel, though, he's just a, a working man, smart man, uh, cerebral guy, uh, just a great hockey player, comes from a hockey family. His dad was a hockey coach, and he, he keeps scoring. Yeah. Uh, Bob, Bob Airy joining us. He also spent some time with San Jose, so I saw a little smile exchange with Drew Remenda, uh, who is, uh, like you, a sporting icon in that community. This is an interesting game tonight. It looks like the Edmonton Oilers are going to roll with Ryan Nugent Hopkins up with uh, Connor McDavid and uh, Zach Cassian, and that means that uh, Leon Dreisaitl, who's in a little bit of a funk, is going to continue uh, to play with James Neal and Sam Gagne. And just on that note, the last time these two teams played, at that time, Leon Dreisaitl was playing as well as anybody in the league. But the Oilers kind of stole one. 52 <laughs> shots on goal. You guys are probably sitting there thinking, hey, we got to get something past Mike Smith here, don't we? Yeah, I mean, he was incredible in that hockey game. He's a battler. I love battlers. Uh, you, you know, and I think you have to have more battlers here in Edmonton if you're going to get the job done. I mean, everybody's going to face this kind of adversity the Oilers have for a while. But I, I think you got to just overcome some of these things. Sometimes you got to put, uh, put the shovel in the dirt and go to work. And... Uh, you know, I didn't see it in their last hockey game, but uh, you've watched more than I. They're, they are getting close, and Tip has done a great job. I played with him in Pittsburgh at the, the end of both our careers. So um, I know he's establishing a pretty good foundation here. I know they're going the right direction, but you got to get over the hump. we got to get Connor McDavid and Dreisaitl in the playoffs. I mean... I mean, they're the show, right? They're the, and uh, you got to get the Edmonton Oilers there. Well, I, I think most of the Oilers fans would agree with that. One of those storylines that's interesting from an Edmonton perspective, part of the reason why the Oilers have struggled, they haven't had, uh, they haven't hit on a lot of draft picks late. And tonight, three defensemen from the 2015 draft for Edmonton, their fourth, fifth, and sixth round picks are going to be playing. The problem for Edmonton is one of them is John Marino, and he yeah. was a sixth round pick, and he's with the Penguins. He was not going to sign in Edmonton. It had a little to do with Peter Sorelli, I'm told, when Peter was fired. Uh, be honest with me. When the Penguins acquired John Marino from Edmonton for a six-round pick, did you envision him having better numbers in the NHL than he did at Harvard in his third year and playing to the level that he's played at here of late? Uh, well, of course not. I didn't know anything about him. I, I know there was a, a Dan Marino in Pittsburgh. Right. He was a pretty good quarterback. So, uh, you know, I talked to Kevin Stevens a little bit, who had a lot to say about getting Marino, uh, knowing him from the Boston area, getting him over here. I guess he played with his son and those kind of things. So um, I got to tell you, honestly, you got to put this guy up there for the Calder Trophy. This guy's been that good. No, he's been maybe our best, maybe our best, uh, most consistent defenseman this year. And I say that. Um, and I can't believe I'm saying it. And we're talking about a rookie defenseman right. in the National Hockey League. So he keeps doing it each and every game. Um, uh, you know, I'm not one that you can, you know, that's just going to jump to some conclusion. Uh, he's, he's an NHL hockey player, and he, uh, you know, he, he could be on that ballot this year for Rookie of the Year. 
Another guy that's emerged this year, and we kind of knew a little about him. He led Edmonton to the last WHL Memorial Cup championship. Edmonton Oil Kings, the WHL isn't as strong as it once was. It's 22 teams. There's not enough kids. The OHL is in Quebec, loads up the one, you know, one or two teams every year. But Tristan Jari was unbelievable for Edmonton in the 2014 Memorial Cup final, uh, and he's on a 940 heater right now. Like, I don't know if he's going to be able to play all year at 940, but he's, uh, he's after four years in the minors, he's kind of lived up to a bit of that potential as a second-round pick. Tell us uh, what you're seeing on a night-by-night basis with Tristan. Well, I see a more confident netminder, a guy that uh, plays at the top of his crease instead of in the middle of his crease like he did over the last couple of years. So, you know, he's not as big as Matt Murray. Matt Murray uh, certainly has a track record and uh, resume that few can compare to. But uh, Tristan Jari's trying to do that. He's pushing Matt Murray, and his numbers don't lie. The goals against and the save percentage being the top of the league and uh, what he's done this year. I don't even know if uh, he was truly their number two goaltender coming out of camp, but because of cap reasons, he was able to do that and, and take the job. That's what you have to do sometimes. You give it an opportunity. You seize the moment. Uh, Tristan Jari has done that. He's uh, changed my mind on, on the way he can play and, and the way that he might be uh, part of the future for the Pittsburgh Penguins. And, might be uh, might be a huge part with Matt Murray being a you know he has to be signed by the end of this year so he's making things uh, interesting for Jim Rutherford. Final question for Bob Barry, longtime television analyst for the Pittsburgh Penguins. Bob Stoffer with you on Oilers now. Uh, Bob, you mentioned Dave Tippett. I asked this question of every former teammate of Dave Tippett's. Did you get the sense when you were playing with him that one day he'd be a coach uh, with real good feel for his players? I think it helps being a former player to be a coach. He's got a great handle, never gets too high when the team's going good, doesn't you know, kick the crap out of the team when they're struggling. But you tell me, you you played with this guy. Uh, was he future coaching material when he was with the Penguins? Or was everybody that came through Hartford future coaching material back in the day? Well, you know, I think he... I think when you look at guys like uh, Dave Tippett. 6.30 Chad and the Edmonton Oilers Hockey Club. All year at 9.40, but he's, uh, he's after four years in the minors, he's kind of lived up to a bit of that potential. Was he future coaching material when he was with the Penguins? Or was everybody that came through Hartford future coaching material back in the day? Well, you know, I think he... I think when you look at guys like uh, Dave Tippett that play in those those checking roles, you really kind of uh, think the game a lot more. You're in the third or fourth line. You play 10, 12 minutes a game at the end of your career, and you become a thinking man's hockey player. And I think a lot of those guys, uh, when I see guys that uh, did that at the end of their career, Brian Trache uh, played, did that, had that role in Pittsburgh. He was he was like that. Randy Gillen was like that. And, you know, those guys that just. They kind of watch the game from a different... And Mike Sullivan was like that. You know, a guy that played limited role, but in a defensive fashion. They kind of watch the game in a different way, if you will. Almost in a coach, the way a coach would look. So, uh, Dave Tipper was like that um, when I knew him. Um, played with him a little bit. And he was just uh, one of those role players. And as a coach, he knows, yeah, he's got a great feel for his hockey team. Has always been a great defensive coach in the National Hockey League. And he's the guy that Edmondson's looking to get to the promised land. Bob, great stuff. We appreciate your time. And I'm sure you're often referred to as Pittsburgh sporting icon. Well, that's true. And thanks very much for your time, Bob. That is Bob Stoffer in conversation with Penguins color analyst Bob Airy. Apologize for those brief technical difficulties there. Sometimes we get it done on a fly, especially on the Friday before the holiday season. Am I right? A reminder that including tonight, every Oilers home game for the rest of the calendar year, which you get Montreal on Saturday, 
Calgary on the 27th, and then the Rangers in town for a New Year's Eve affair on the 31st. The team is collecting food donations for the Edmonton Food Bank at all of these games. You can donate non-perishable food items if you're there, and you'll be entered to win a prize pack for the January 29th game against Calgary. The winner will get the opportunity to attend Oilers practice, have a private lunch at Studio 99, a tour of Rogers Place, loge seating for four with a $250 food credit, and a meet-and-greet and signed jersey with Leon Dreisaitl. Once again, to enter, all you do is bring a non-perishable food donation to any of the remaining Oilers home games in 2019. We'll step aside here one last time on Oilers Now. We'll be back to hear from Zach Cassian and Oscar Clefbaum when we return. Hi, I'm Darnell Nurse from the Edmonton Oilers and you're listening to Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer on 630 Chet. It is 148 in Edmonton. Brendan Escott with you on Oilers Now. Let's go right now. It's uh, this day in Oilers history. It's brought to you by New West Travel. You can join Oilers Now on a great road trip to see the Oilers play the Hawks in Chicago. Call New West Travel or go online at newwesttravel.com. On this day back in 1985, Yari Curry scores four goals and Wayne Gretzky has six assists. The Oilers beat the Kings 9-4. to not often you see anything remotely come close to a 9-4 score. Really, to see one player score four goals is pretty well an outlier at this point. Again, this day in Oilers history brought to you by New West Travel. Join Oilers now on a great road trip to see the Oilers play the Hawks in Chicago. Call New West Travel or go online at newwesttravel.com. I promised you Oscar Clefbaum, and that I will deliver. Here he is in conversation with Bob. All right, Oscar. Uh, tonight, the uh, Pittsburgh Penguins, and, and there's certain teams that you always have to uh, get up for and to me, it doesn't matter whether or not Sidney Crosby's playing or not. They've still got a Jenny Malkin, and there's still a Pittsburgh Penguins. Pretty good hockey club. Are they one of the teams you kind of look at each year, and, and you know, there's some excitement whenever you play them? Yeah, for sure. And and every time you play an organization like Pittsburgh or or any, for that matter, any of those consistent playoff teams, you you. Uh, you understand why they're uh, consistent playoff teams because uh, obviously they they can lose some games. They they play they can play bad for a couple of games, but they're still they're still coming back and play some good hockey. And obviously, like you said, Bob, like without Sidney Crosby and they got some injuries, they're still a solid team. And they they, they play a fa- fast pass game, so we gotta we gotta be right tonight. All right. Uh- Oscar, over the last four games, we've seen a different Adam Larson. We're seeing what Adam can do. I mean, he got hurt in the first game of the year, didn't play for the next six weeks. He's been an absolute beast for you guys defensively. Uh, you know, how different has it been for you over the course of the last week seeing your uh, your partner back there really elevate his level of play? No, it's, it's a big difference. Obviously, it's, it's like you said, it's really nice to see him uh, back into, to, uh, I don't know, game mode again. It's... Uh, Obviously, so it was a really tough start for him to come come here and, and get hurt the first game. But just the way he's playing right now, and and, and the way we playing right now, me and Lars, it's it feels like it's getting better for every night, and the chemistry is all, always getting better when you when you spend some more time with your 
partner. So it's uh, for, for me personally, it feels really good to have him by my side. Austin, are you comfortable playing? Like, you think you can play 25 minutes a game all season? I know you've played, you know, 22 to 24 per game. Like, can you keep this pace up? Yeah, it feels like it. And, and the body's feeling good. Uh, knock on wood. You never know. Injuries is a part of the game. But right now, it feels feels pretty good. Obviously, if, if I'm out there for for that long, I got to do something good with it. Uh, but so far, so good. I've been uh, I've been playing uh, pretty solid. Feels like, um, but we keep, there's still room for improvement for for me and the team. And that's I think that's a good thing. Uh, if we can find find a good pace here before Christmas and get some big points, I think we're 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 going to be a really good team. Guys, get number one on the power play, number four on penalty kill. Obviously, you'd like to be better five on five. How important is managing the puck to having success five on five? It's it's so important, and obviously, if if we were going to win games against teams like this, we we have to be solid five on five. Obviously, our, our, our penalty kill and the power play has been really good for us the whole year, uh, but we cannot really expect our power play to to win every single game for us. We we have to figure out a way to to win games five on five and and be smart out there. Um, a good example of that is just when you when you play teams like St. Louis, Washington, Boston, Tampa, whatever. You you need to have a solid five on five play. Oscar, uh, best of luck uh, tonight and tomorrow against uh, uh, the Pittsburgh Penguins of Montreal. Thank you very much. You can bet Oscar Kleppbaum will be uh, a major minutes eater tonight for the Oilers, the Penguins in town. You can hear that live here on 6.30, Chad. 5.30 for the face-off show. Puck drop just after 7 p.m. Got to tell you about Royal Pizza. It's pizza, pasta, and so much more. Edmonton owned and operated for 50 years for a menu and a list of their 14 Edmonton and area locations. Go online at royalpizza.com or download the Royal Pizza app from the App Store. Wasn't sure we were going to have time for this. We absolutely will. Zach Cassian in conversation with Jack Michaels, and he starts by talking about his 500th career NHL game. Breaking into the league at a young age and then obviously having the things you went through or I went through and there was a chance that I'd never get back to where I started, right? So, yeah, to, to make it back and get to 500 is a pretty cool accomplishment. Obviously, I still feel I have a lot of hockey left, so it's not it's not that big for me, but uh, I feel it's a, it's a cool accomplishment. Are you in as good a place as a player and a person as you've ever been? Uh, yeah, I think so. I think, obviously, things are, are working out pretty well here, obviously. Once you... Uh, once I got here, my role was a little different, and then I've kind of grown into uh, a little different role, given given a little bit different opportunity, and I've kind of kind of ran with it. And I think that's what you have to do as a pro athlete. Year to year is is a new challenge and a new task. You know, it's, it doesn't matter what you did the year before. It's every year they just remember what you're doing for me today, not yesterday or the or the year before that. It's uh, uh, I've taken it a day at a time to come into to work every day and work hard and, and strive to get better every day. You had already kind of progressed to a certain spot as a person, but was it maybe Hitch that pushed you into a new role as a player? Tell me where where you felt like you crossed the line into back into the top six guy you used to be when you were a kid. Yeah, well, it Hitch 100%. Yeah. It was without a doubt. I think when I came in with Todd, he, he told me right away that my role was going to be bottom six. Right. Um, he put me on the penalty kill and obviously um, as a player you embrace any role the coach gives you and then Hitch comes in and next thing you know you, you, you get a little confidence
confident to score a few goals and then you start getting your, your mojo back that you had in Vancouver a little bit. So it's been uh, it's been a pretty cool, neat experience, but definitely without without a doubt, Hitch uh, Hitch was the one that that translated and made this thing roll in the right direction. Where's the ceiling? Can a 28-year-old guy say, you know what? Why can't I score 25? Why can't I score 30? Yeah, well, yeah, you you just come in day in and day out. But I think <laughs> honestly, I've at 28, I feel better than I did at 22. You, you just learn um, what the NHL is about. You learn what makes your body feel good. You learn about the league. Um, you eat better. You just you have a, a wealth of knowledge that you that you've uh, slowly got throughout the years playing. That I think 28 is is prime. You're, you're in your prime to to accomplish anything you want to accomplish. Obviously. Don't remind me. Yeah. <laughs> I think it's a lot of it is, uh, yeah, just coming to work every day and then knowing you can you can get better. I think age is, is just a number at the same time, but I think um, you learn something every year. Um, so around this age, you it's really when you start to see your best hockey, I feel. Finally, and I'm not a big fan of two-part questions, but how big was one in Dallas? And how nice would it be get one at the home of the defending Stanley Cup champions? Yeah, well, the win was huge to stop the bleeding, I think. Obviously, I think going into the game, we want to play a good road game. That's a that's a good team over there with a lot of firepower. They've been playing well as of late. I think as a group we need to realize that if we play that way, we're going to have a chance to win every night, especially with our special teams the way they're running right now. If we can tighten it up five on five and keep pucks out of our net, we're going to give ourselves a chance every night. And I think it's one thing saying that, but then going out and doing it against a good Dallas team, um, I think it just the belief system is it's pretty obvious. The writing's on the wall, the way we have to play to be successful. And obviously to, to end this road trip against obviously the Stanley Cup champs defending, uh, it's going to be a tough game. But we feel, again, uh, if we can play the right way, we're going to be in a game and um, be, a, be a great way to, to head home from the road trip for sure. There you go. That's Jack Michaels in conversation with Zach Cassian. It's the Oilers and Penguins tonight from Rogers Place. 5.30 for your City Ford face-off show 7 p.m. puck drop on 6 30 Chad tomorrow Oilers Canadians bet a lot of you have that one marked on your calendar always fun to see the all-canadian matchup in town that's a 3 30 face-off show five o'clock puck drop on 6 30 Chad but some business to take care of tonight first it's Mike Smith against Tristan Jari the former oil king returning to the city of champions. We'll see how he fares against McDavid and the gang. Up next, a global news weather traffic update with Eileen Bell, followed by 6.30 Chad Afternoons with Jalen Nye. I am gone next week. Enjoy your holidays, everybody. We'll check in live to tee up Oilers Flames. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer, Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio. 6.30 Chad.